I'm afraid there is no music to play on Thanksgiving. We'll all either have to sit here in silence or argue about recipes. This is a podcast that never ends. <laughs> yes, it goes on and on, my friends. Some people started listening, and then they told a friend who told a friend and told a friend and told a friend again. This oh. is a podcast that never ends. Hey, Hi. hey. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you are so good. Uh, thank you, Nico. Uh, I'm Nico. We're and I'm this- Steven. <laughs> this is great. We're chilling out here, chasing the hug with all of our good friends. Even producer Jason's here. Producer Jason, say hi. Can you say hello to the fans? Oh, I'd wait. oh, oh you don't say. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Wow. Dayton, he's got a, quite the vernacular wow. there. I mean, we thought we were good, but that boy, man, he, uh, does he take the cake? Hey, don't do it, Jason. Don't smile. Do not. You know what happens every time producer Jason smiles? I don't know, but you're going to tell me. Yeah, a child loses a balloon. Oh. A ninja kills a kitten. See, that's what happens when he also presses the button, because it's not even a bad joke. It's the truth. So Paulie D's grenade whistle comes out from there. Ninja kills a kitten. Oh, hey, got a Thanksgiving dad joke for you. Okay, what do you got? Why was the turkey put in jail? Oh, uh, I'd probably do something something wrong. (laughs) No, he was suspected of foul play. Oh, very good, Nick. Hey, and speaking of that, this is the Thanksgiving episode of Chasing the Hug, is it not? Gobble, gobble. And uh, with that being said, I have a question for you. Mm. It's a lot of things on social media going on right now talking about when is it too early to decorate for the holidays. And with that, um, do you have an idea? What is your family? What do you believe? When is the proper date that you can start decorating for, um, to say, the winter holidays? Because there's a lot of them during that right. time. Yeah. people are doing it too early, man. I'm telling you right now, like the proper date is you have to get through Thanksgiving before you can decorate for Christmas. And I know all the haters out there are going to get champed up and we get some L's in the chat or whatnot. You have to wait for Thanksgiving to end all this Christmas stuff that's out. People that are doing trees and Santas and snowmen and, and uh, stars and lights and all that. I despise decorating it was it's not a thing i enjoy and so you're doing it way too early we got christmas music stations going right now and the pilgrims haven't even smashed plymouth rock okay let me ask you this did you walk in my house tonight i so walked into your house and tonight. when you walked in before you exited your car what was the extravagance you saw outside uh i saw something that made me very angry it almost ruined our friendship. Which was? I saw Christmas lights, but I knew this was happening. Yep, they're up there. And, and you know why they're up there? Mm. Okay, here's the way I look at this whole thing. First off, when you can start decorating is the minute that Halloween is over. No. Yes. Well, just just again, start, this is what most people would say. So as soon as the minute Halloween is over, you can start decorating. It doesn't mean that you actually care less about Thanksgiving yes, and you think does. Christmas is better. Let me actually give you an idea here. This is something I was thinking the whole time. Do you know who Aaron Judge is for the New York Yankees? Yes. Broke the American League single season home run record with 62 home runs he this did. year. So we're going to look at Thanksgiving and Christmas as we look at Aaron Judge and Aaron Judge's cousin. Okay. Okay. On that same day, this is not a true story, but this is what I believe would have happened. On that same day that Aaron Judge's brother, his cousin, is having a birthday, they say, you know what? Aaron's playing today. Let's go to his game. It's your birthday. We're going to celebrate you, but we're going to go watch Aaron Judge play. Okay. In that same game, which they're there celebrating Aaron Judge's birthday or the cousin's birthday, Aaron Judge hit the 60 second home run. Now the attention has turned to Aaron Judge. So nothing less than Aaron Judge's cousin is not lesser than Aaron Judge. His birthday is not as important. However, there is something that's more important that just happened there. So 
Thanksgiving is Aaron Judge's cousin. Aaron Judge hitting 62 home runs is Christmas. That's why you forego Thanksgiving. You go right to Christmas. Thanksgiving's part of it, but it's not the big deal. So you're telling me Yankees fans are celebrating Aaron Judge's home run the entire month of Thanksgiving and foregoing Christmas? Right now they should because they need to re-sign him. And so if this episode is playing, he's already re-signed to the Yankees. Excellent. If he's re- if he signs somewhere else, Aaron Judge is going to, Jersey is going to be burned. Who got bandito then? He got bandito. <laughs> Steve, do you travel for the holidays? You know I do. I know you do. You travel a lot. People are traveling up and down the highways and byways and the skyways for the holidays. And the question has been posed. What's a better way to travel for the holidays, driving or flying? Well, I uh, so family lives in my wife's family is in Pittsburgh. My family lives in the Dirty Jers. So for Thanksgiving, we're going to stop off in Pittsburgh, stay in Jersey for a few days, drive back, back to Pittsburgh, come back into Indiana from there. For Christmas, uh, we are not making the entire drive there. We're wow. just going to stay in Pittsburgh. But with that being said, when you look at the cost of these things right now, if you look at, let's just say, a flight from Dayton to New Jersey, or we'll say New York, because that's a flight I could see that actually happen from Allegiant, okay? All right. This check one bag is usually 30 to $50. Yes. Okay. If it's Allegiant, they uh, does they charge you for a carry-on. I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah, they do now. Charge yep. you for a carry-on. They didn't use to, And so right? you're looking at it's like 450 bucks just for a round-trip flight, yep. okay, nonstop, which is what you should do in poor weather, weather is to do that. So right there, it's kind of added up. When you look at... Right now, if gas is about 75 bucks to fill up yeah. per stop, we're looking at you know, a few stops there. I think it's going to be, with no bag fee, about $300. I can bring everybody. All the stuff packs on top of the car. Everything's in there. Kind of looks like the Griswolds on that part of it. But <laughs> I would say driving by far is the best way to go about it. What do you think the experts would say? Uh, right now, when the dollar is being stretched as far as it can, I'd say they'd say drive, or they'd say, sorry, stay home and don't travel at all. You are absolutely correct. The experts say drive, and here's why. One... The convenience of stopping whenever you need to. If you need to get gas, you need to get snacks, somebody's got to go to the bathroom. When you're at the airline, you're on the airline's time, correct? So if you're driving, you control a lot of those things. It's also a chance to be together in the same space as a family and enjoy each other's company and make these holidays and these trips memorable and build those memories. Uh, You're not worried as much about some of the other fees that tack. There's no baggage fee Mm -hmm. for driving, right? Now, we know that gas is expensive, but that's going to be dependent upon where everyone's going. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you might make a judicious holiday decision. Instead of going to visit family on the East Coast, you might visit family a little closer or have family meet halfway. Now, this is difficult for me because I love flying. If I could get Spirit Airways to get a plane and charter it from my house to Earlham College where we work and about seven minute flight, that'd be fantastic. I know I'd be tucked in with a chicken coop and a couple of dead cattle and some uh, mysterious individuals, but uh, Spirit, if you're listening, I'm down. <laughs> well, I mean, that's an uh, interesting way to go about that. But you also think about, too, when you get off that plane, you also got to get a ride. It's either your family picking you up. Most likely a family probably doesn't like you very much. So they're going to tell you to take an Uber. Uber costs money or you got to get a rental. Yeah. Take the car. I get you. But Josie Scott, he'll pick me up. That's an inside joke for my listeners. All right, Nick, let's go into professional wrestling here. Let's talk about the uh, what's coming up here. It used to be a Thanksgiving tradition of Survivor Series. Yeah. It was one of the big events that happened. Uh, on the same lines of that, um, you know, usually pay-per-views run super long. So long. Super long. In fact, actually, I want to let you know this. WrestleMania, okay, was longer than the Star Wars trilogy. Okay. Wow. One WrestleMania, most recent WrestleMania. WrestleMania was longer than the first season of The Walking Dead. 
No way. And WrestleMania is longer than the average uh, time a woman spends in labor for her second child. Jiminy Cricket. Yes. So wrestling tends to be a little bit long. And so with that being said, as we go into uh, talking about just the uh, different options you have between Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, Rampage, you've got episodes that run anywhere between three hours, two hours, one hour. What do you believe is the right amount of time to actually put on? Let's just say a weekly episodic episode of a professional wrestling show. You know, it's a great question because younger me would have said as long as possible. I mean, I love this stuff and I'd love to see it. But as you get older and we have lives and we have responsibilities and, you know, as old as I am, like I need to go to bed, take my Geritol. It, it's amazing to me how a three hour show still works, if it, even if it does work, if that's the argument. I, I don't think that three hours, three and a half hours for an episodic show like Raw or SmackDown or something like that is necessary. I think it's a bit too much. I have my reasons why I think that they do it. And there might be some actual statistical data or information that you bring to this conversation that tells us why they do. But I think a lot of that has to do with product placement, has to do with sponsorship, has to do with time and uh, network commitments where they've made the contract with the network. I think two hours is the correct dose. And so you're looking at Raw being three hours on a Monday, SmackDown being two hours on a Friday, NXT being, what is it, uh, two hours now? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, NXT being two hours on like a Tuesday. And then whatever else they squeeze in between and around that. Plus, let's say you have a pay-per-view that week, you're talking about more wrestling than the extended edition of Lord of the Rings plus the Rings of Power show, all right? And so what AEW does is it's a two-way street, right? You have two hours of wrestling on uh, Wednesday nights, great shows, everybody's up for it. And then Friday nights, they give you that sharp, tight, one-hour controlled. And the other stuff, the developmental content, is on YouTube. It, you can stream it at your leisure, do it at your own. What does that do for the talent? That allows for them to be with their families. It cuts down on their travel, and they give you more exciting shows. I think talent is more willing to give of themselves when there's not that constant scrape, rake, and claw to fight to the top and make things happen. When they know their positions, they know who top people are, they know what their roles are, and they can excise that on the show. Yeah, I would say the reason you asked about why it goes for three hours, it is advertisers. They're willing to pay the money for the ads to be able to be on the TV. So with a lot of people probably wanting to advertise, they have more hours to be able to fill it, which they're looking for people to put eyeballs on something there. Now, the way I looked at I broke them down is a three-hour show to me is, is drags. It's a difficult yeah, watch. It it's is terrible. A, it's, it's almost like f it's 40 plus minutes of commercials. I'll tell you that right there. So your action is less than actually three hours. But the way I look at it, too, is it's also like buying an album. Yeah. Okay. And the best way I usually like to listen to the album is, album is I want to find the bangers. I just want to yeah. find the ones that I just want to bang bangers. out. A raw episode is banger and then uh, you know a couple of songs for them. Yeah. And then them. a song for me. And then a couple <laughs> more songs for them. I, I'm not a big fan of that one. When you look at Dynamite or SmackDown, it's a two-hour show. You're looking yeah. at 30 plus minutes of commercials. Right. The pacing of the show is better. And sometimes they have all the hits at one time, but it can't be seen as an overkill. Like sure. If every song is just yeah, jumping, every match is good. Bang. Here we go. Boom, boom, boom. It could be a little bit too much. Rampage, okay. Um, with that, it's an hour-long show. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a lot of picture-in-picture picture because they have to yeah. get advertisements in there. And so they have wrestling with Sideshow with the commercial going on there. I'm, I'm a fan of two-hour show. I, I, do, I think less is more because okay. you want the audience to want more. When you're watching three-hour shows every single week for 52 weeks, which they do, um, it's really hard to be able to create content and not have a lot of, oh, this person won on SmackDown, now this person wins on Raw. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, I know I totally get what you're saying. It's really uh, a, a unique way of looking at it because I like the idea of the split, the two-in-one split, but that with that picture-in-picture, 
it makes a real difference as far as like the show, the quality show you're getting. I judge my wrestling shows by how many bags of chips I can go through in each show. And so if AEW is a one bag of chip, what's raw? Raw is like a bag and a half. That's just no, no calories. I can't have that. Yeah. So we ask you out there, what do you believe that three, two, one, are you still a fan of no wrestling? If it convinced you to jump onto the dark side of, a re- of wrestling, let us know in the comments below. I wonder what producer Jason thinks about this. Producer Jason, do you have an idea of the length of time of a show that you think would work really well? Oh, I see. Well, hey, language like that is not necessary. This is a G-rated show, Jason. You're going to get your opportunity next week. We'll get you on. You can spew some of that vomit to the fans. How how dare you? That's the show is G-rated. It's G-rated. You got to do it right. It's G-rated. <laughs> you know, I am old. Not going to lie to the fans. There's so many things out there in this world that I wish I knew before I am the age that I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little long in the tooth, a little gray in the beard. Still Nick Johnson. What did you wish you knew before you were 30? Well, there's a lot of things out there. Um, and, and this is an interesting one. There's a, uh, a, a TikToker out there named uh, Sydney Raz. Okay. And Sydney mm. Raz has a lot of, uh, I wish I knew this before I was 30. And watching those a lot. Um, and there's also the things that you've seen too, is I've been today years old when I found out this. Yeah. Interesting ones um, that I found out uh, with the Sydney Raz character, by the way, too, who's always so angry that he didn't know this item was there before he was 30. And it's like, I, is it for show? Are you really that upset? If you are, then I feel worse for you because I wish you weren't as angry with this after 30. It's so, a work. It's a work. It's a, it has to be work. Most of the times, good things are work. So yeah. one of the good things I actually learned in that process was the best way to heat up a pizza, not so much the oven, not so much the microwave. You actually put it in the skillet. Okay. okay. And then you pour some water in there. Okay. And you let it evaporate in the water. It gets it, it gets nice and crispy. The cheese actually melts on top. Mm. It's almost as better than what you initially had when you got it in the box there. So again, skillet on top of the skillet, put a little water in there as you got your pizza in there, move it around. Don't let it stick to the bottom. Let it soak up the water there. It's going to harden the crust in the bottom there. Your cheese on top is going to melt. Chef's kiss. Bon now, a question for that real quick. Uh, the ingredients are a skillet, the skillet. pizza and water. 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 Not water. 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 Uh, well, I, I went a little bit different direction this. And, and you mentioned the pizza box. Have you seen the pizza box uh, thing where you, all pizza boxes are designed to fold in half? I've yeah. seen some yeah. some adult shows that you're talking about, something about a pizza box. Let's move on. So some other things I wish I knew before I was uh, potentially 40. Um, you know, mine are a little bit more ephemeral in the you know, wisdom and sense. We live in a society where we're inundated with information, but we need more wisdom. I, I wish I knew it was okay to fail. I wish I knew it was okay to not be successful. <laughs> this is the this route so you went. Deep. This is the route you went in this segment. Well, you know, you obviously didn't understand the assignment. No, you know, things I wish I knew before I was forty. Like, you know, it's I not think, the same thing. It is the same thing. No, yeah, I wish, like, like, what life, I'm about to tell you is, when you buy bread, the color of the plastic ties on top means that the bread was made on a certain day. So if it's blue, it's on Monday. Red on Thursday. White on Friday. You're overhealed. Often less of lacko, like, and I don't even know. <laughs> so I did know that about the the bread ties. By did the way. You? Yeah. Did you know one company makes all bag enclosures? No, I didn't. So know there's that. only one company that can do that. I did not know that. Let's it was go one back company. to you though. What else did you have for us? Some more this wi- segment, I got Nick? some more wisdom for the children. <laughs> I was there. really thinking this was a boring episode until I just heard you do that. You know what? Really, <laughs> keep I got going, some more my for friend. the children's out there. <laughs> it's very important that you guys understand what a Roth IRA is, as well as developing one's 401k. Make sure that you're speaking with financial advisors early enough in your career to set yourself up for later. And speaking of that, let me give you my perspective. Did you know that Chuck E. Cheese, do you know what it stands for? The E or the Chuck? All of it. 
Uh, no. Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> Go on with that is, Roth IRA over there, Nick. His middle name is Entertainment. Charles Entertainment. I want to go back. We talked about this before, um, you and I personally. You ever been to Fuddruckers? Uh, can we say that on this show? We just did. Okay. Okay. Well, it's a burger place that you... I don't even know if it's still been. around anymore. So yeah. it's a, it's a place you would go in there, and it's almost like you, you order your own customized burger to them every single time. But it was... Early in the process, before Starbucks was a Starbucks, you would give them like, okay, what's the name of the order that goes on this? And every single time I would go to Fuddruckers, I would always use the name Charles M. Dinnertime. <laughs> so that when they, would, when they would call out the food, like, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Dinnertime, Mr. Charles M. Dinnertime, your food is ready? And I would just always lose my mind on that. That's like Papa Giorgio. But go on about that Roth IRA. Well, we won't go into extreme detail, Mr. Papa Giorgio. Um, from, from Yuma. So, uh, from Yuma. So the other... Bits of wisdom, since we're on two different uh, sides of the seashell here. The other bits of wisdom I have is the grass is always greener on the other side, but you still have to mow it. I can't believe so really, like, Why are you not losing your mind right now looking at this, Jason? So really apply yourself. Did folks. you think that this is the route he was going to go? You nod yes, producer Jason. <laughs> the things you wish you knew before you were 40 was what actually this segment we were about to this do. This is it. Like I, I <laughs> wish somebody would have poured more wisdom into me to understand these things. But it's nice to know what bread ties are and what, what the date means. And that you can fold a pizza box prior to adult films. You can fold a pizza box in half to store a pizza. They're meant to break down that way. Did you know that a pizza is circle because it's easier to pull the dough that way did you know pizza box is a square because it's easier to make a box that way and did you know that they cut them in triangles because anytime you cut it multiple times it then cuts into a triangle thank you did you know that bees and dogs can smell fear <laughs> did you know the human head waste eight pounds can sense the menstruation <laughs> Well, that was a really interesting good. time that this we had. This sounds actually like a Thanksgiving dinner table talk. I can't wait for the turkey. The turkey. Oh, hey, real quick. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Uh, even though I hate carbs, yeah. stuffing. Yeah. Stuffing's really good, especially if you can. My dad mm-hmm. makes a homemade stuffing that he adds like apples and cranberries and all good. this jazz in there. Some Even some oranges. <laughs> it is. It is really good. Just, and then you can also tell, too, what is the Pepperidge Farm version. Yeah. There's like something on the side there. It's not as good as what Papa makes. Papa. Papa. May we have more Pepperidge Farm? Et tu, Papa? Et tu, Papa? <laughs> What about you? What do you like there? I, I'm a stuffing guy too. I really, oh, yeah? I really enjoy it. Uh, you know, I mentioned my buddy Marquise out in Delaware. He likes turkey. Um, he's got bad teeth. Like he's got dentures actually, and so uh, you know he has to chew on the turkey. A Does Marquise want you to talk about that? Marquise don't even know nothing. Does Mar- Marquise even, has he listened to our podcast yet? No, but when he does, he's going to be really, really shocked. He actually made a couple appearances. You told him about, he should have told you to watch Don't Worry Darling. You know, I still have to do that. You do. I still have to do that. Well, tonight's show has been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it. We've got a special sponsor tonight, a competing podcast, if you will. And so tonight's show has been brought to you by the Jay Jones Roadshow. Join Jay and his good friend Brendan Fraser as they discover the finest cuisine across the heartland of America. Take extraordinary measures as they travel to bedazzled restaurants from Encino to Hamanoptra while trying new dishes such as the whale and monkey bone. The J. Jones Roadshow, where pop culture ain't just about soda. HCAC, number one new conference. Yes. Yes. Join us next time when we decolate aerated nucleotides and specialize hydrogenated soybean oil, or we actually interview producer Jason. This has been Chasing the Hug with us here and you there. We thank you so much that you are part of what we do here on everywhere you can catch our episodes. If you haven't caught up, this is episode 9.5, the Thanksgiving episode, where we're thankful for you, Mm. our listeners of Chasing the Hug, and we are chasing your hug right now. Travel safely. (laughs) 